it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20. The 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh, my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to review Rookie Minicamp from over the weekend. And so for that, we bring in our friend who covers the Jets from NorthJersey.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, what's up, sir? How's it going, Scott? It's going pretty well for me, but I think it's going even better for Sauce Gardner. He just got himself $37 million guaranteed. Not bad. And and, and it's good for Jets fans, too, because there will be no uh, worrying about any of these contracts going into training camp. And, and you know, that's been different. Well, we they dealt with it with the quarterbacks recently, and obviously... Sauce is not a quarterback, but just nice to have it done early and know that it's not going to be an issue. Before we get to what you saw on the field and what was said in the pressers, the other bit of news here, and it's not all that unexpected, is after the Jets claimed Nate Herbig off of waivers from the Philadelphia Eagles, they said goodbye to Greg Van Roten, although it does sound like the door is open for him to potentially return. He always knew that it was possible that Van Roten was going to be uh, cut after they signed uh, Tomlinson in free agency just because you know, he's a, he's a backup at best at this point uh, for the jets. And he still had a salary worth three and a half million dollars. So in signing her big, they were able to, to get a guy who was cheaper, probably a little better for their scheme. Um, they love fan Broten as kind of a locker room guy, but you know, the ability and he's their union rep too. So he's respected in the locker room. 
but the ability to to save that money. Um, and they said they wanted to give Van Roten a chance. Uh, Salah said to to pursue potential starting opportunities. Um, I don't I don't know where that would be, but um, they said that they'd love to have him back if, if he wants to come back. Uh, if if once he's pursued those opportunities, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, th- I don't think it's it's obvious that he's not uh, going to be playing a big role, I- even if he comes back. So uh, n- no surprise, and I know Jets fans have opinions about Van Roten, um, and understandably so. Uh, dealing with him, he, he seems he seems like a nice guy and uh, a stand up guy. Uh, but yeah, his his two years with the Jets, I'm sure, wasn't quite what he imagined. You know, growing up a Jets fan and then and then coming here and it working out the way it did. Other minor notes here, the Jets brought in wide receiver Keyshawn Abram, safety Tony Adams, wide receiver Irvin Charles, running back Zonovan Bam Knight, and linebacker DQ Thomas. We knew about that. Those are guys they got as undrafted free agents. They say goodbye to safety Zane Lewis, offensive lineman Isaiah Williams, and most notably Austin Walter, the running back who actually played fairly well with limited touches last year. Yeah, I was a little surprised to see him go, but when you start looking at the running back room, um, I guess he was the first man out. I, I mean, I'm almost surprised it wasn't P Ryan at this point, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, and then with those other guys, um, you know, the jets have done that recently in terms of giving guys a lot of guaranteed money. Um, and forgive me, his name's escaping me, the, but the linebacker you mentioned, they gave him a significant guarantee um, too many names this time of year, new names. Um, but they gave him a significant guarantee, and, and that is something that they did last year as well. Um, and it hasn't been something that's really paid off for them yet, but you never know. And, and linebacker is certainly a position where they need depth, so something to watch moving forward. DQ Thomas is the linebacker, Andy. Yes, DQ. I should have I known. should have been able to remember DQ, but yes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk about what happened on the field. Nothing earth-shattering, but you did get your first look at these rookies in the Jets uniform. So you had Sauce Gardner, who we talked about before, who signed. You had Jermaine Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Jeremy Ruckert. Michael Clemens, who I want to get into more later on because he was really interesting. It sounded like he was the star of all of this. Brees Hall and Max Mitchell. So talk to me about those seven and what you saw. We didn't see much on the field because the Jets, and this was it. To me, this is one of the most interesting things that we learned this weekend. Uh, they're, they're really going to kind of change the way they do stuff in the offseason to try to, you know, keep players healthy and, and this was their first mini camp under the solid coaching staff. You know, mini camp, rookie mini camps are different when, and really off seasons are different when you have a rookie quarterback because you, you have to do maybe some stuff you don't want to do for the benefit of him. Now with a, a year of experience under his belt, they're, they're going to be a lot more careful about exposing their guys to, to injury moving forward. And, and Salah said, it won't just be in the rookie mini camp. It'll be, um, you know, throughout the offseason program, there's not going to be as much team drill stuff, uh, even going into mini camp at the end of June. So, uh, I mean, that's interesting. And, and the reasoning behind not putting the guys out there on the field for rookie mini camp, uh, Sala talked about being in Jacksonville in 2015, where he was a linebackers coach. When Fowler, the number three overall pick, uh, tore his ACL on the first play of training camp. So, um, I'm sorry, of rookie minicamp. And he said, you know, that scarred him. And it's just not worth it to put these guys in a situation where something could happen. And the other thing is, and he didn't mention this, but like you've, you've got, I think there were 68 guys there this, this weekend. Um, other than the draft picks and the five guys that they signed, and even the five guys they signed are, are going to be fighting for a job. Like those guys are all fighting for their careers and they're, going to be trying to they might be doing something crazy to try to impress somebody and that could end up hurting one of your your draft picks and it's just i totally get why it's not worth it so that's why we didn't see any of the seven draft picks do anything in in team drills or or even non in seven on sevens the only time we saw them on the field was when only their side of the ball was on the field so there's nobody else out there for them to go against um, and obviously with, you know, they didn't even sign a quarterback. So with the quarterbacks that, I mean, I don't even think they were catching passes to be honest with you uh, for that stuff. It, it was very, they got very light work. So um, we'll see a little bit more, I think, moving into OTAs where you'll see them do seven on sevens and stuff like that and play against some defense. But with the linemen, there's, there's not going to be the stuff in the trenches. There's not going to be the full team drills. And that's designed to keep the wear and tear off the body of the lineman. So uh, it'll be interesting to see going forward if that changes anything and if that, that helps the Jets as the season goes on. 
There were some guys there for tryouts, right? I heard there was a kid from Sanford who was throwing missiles. Yeah, that was Liam Welch, and he he, he definitely made a few throws that like stood out to me. Uh, I mean, again, they weren't doing enough on the field to where I think a guy could a quarterback could come in there and and like earn a job or something like that or earn earn I mean maybe he could earn a a training camp in, invite or something like that I guess the Jets could use a fourth quarterback for training camp uh, so I think that's kind of what you're looking at in terms of what these guys are competing for uh so yeah definitely possibility I guess he he definitely threw I mean I remember seeing him throw one really nice ball from about the 35 on the left hashes and, and through to the right corner of the end zone on a line. So, I mean, I didn't look at him enough to tell you if his release is solid or quick or, and he wasn't throwing against, you know, any quality defense, but yeah, he definitely can throw a nice ball. And then wide receiver Irving Charles, one of the guys the Jets signed uh, to one of those undrafted deals. He also made a couple of nice plays, probably out of the stuff that we saw was the guy who stood out the most. But again, you know, they're playing inside. It's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's May. It's, it's hard to get a gauge on, on what exactly we saw out there, especially without the rookies on the field, uh, the, the key rookies. So um, I think the Jets, one of the reasons they did this and, and didn't put their draft picks out there, they said, was also to get a look at these guys so, so that they weren't distracted by everybody paying attention to all the guys they just drafted. Um, so they definitely were looking closely, but it, from our standpoint, uh, with, you know, things going on on both sides of the field at the same time, it's kind of hard to give you a real evaluation of, of what we saw out there. Andy, let's talk about what was said in the presser and we'll start with coach Robert Sala. He had a lot of interesting comments, especially as far as I'm concerned, what he said about the narrative that had gone around since last year that he doesn't put a real value on cornerbacks in his scheme, in his system. I'd been saying for quite a while that I don't know where that narrative came from, and apparently Robert Sala doesn't know where it came from either. He said over and over again that like there's not a big difference between player Z and player A, and we feel at this position like we don't need to sign a veteran cornerback. Um, and, and also, when you look at his history, what he said was right, that he's had... You know, he was with the Jags when they drafted Jalen Ramsey and they, and he had Richard Sherman. So there was there was some gray area left there. And as we've talked about before, a lot of times they say stuff uh, that they don't mean. So there is sometimes room for interpretation. Uh, and that was one thing that they left open for interpretation. Obviously, we've seen this offseason that the position is important to them because of what they did. So, uh I mean, he said it's important to them because, for, you know, for the obvious reasons that it makes everything easier on the rest of the defense and that, you know, these guys, it's all about winning one-on-one matchups when it's like third and eight, third and seven, third and 11, stuff like that. And, and the difference between winning and losing a game can be one yard. And um, I mean, I agree. I think this is going to make, you know, the, the Jets still have depth depth issues at safety and this is going to make it a lot easier for an inexperienced safety to be in there having all this depth at cornerback and having a better room 
And then Andy, beyond the cornerback comments, he had some interesting things to say about Zach Wilson, had some comments about Michael Clemens, who we're going to talk about a little bit later because he spoke too. And then he also gave an update on Carl Lawson. Yeah, with Carl Lawson, it was an encouraging update. He said that he's moving well. He's, he's sprinting right now. I would assume that's kind of straight line stuff at this stage of his, of his rehab. He was asked about you know how much he'd participate in the offseason program and OTAs and stuff like that. Um, and he basically said he won't be a full participant. He said whenever they do the team dr- drills, it's mostly going to be individual drills and stuff like that. And anything team drills, he wouldn't be in. But that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in the individual drills either. But the most important thing he said was uh, that he doesn't have concerns about his availability, assuming that means availability for the season. Um, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't start training camp on the pup list or, and, and they kind of ease him in. But Salah said, you know, he doesn't have any concerns about his availability and, and says that he's attacked his rehab, you know, extensively uh, and, and, is, and is in a good place. So, and I know Carl Lawson was around the facility this weekend because several of the, uh, the, the defensive rookies said they had a chance to talk to him and all those guys came away impressed. And uh, another thing Salah told us is that Lawson said he had, he'd been watching film on, on the new rookies uh, since they drafted them. So I, I don't think he gave them any pointers just yet, but he's certainly aware of, of what's going on and certainly engaged uh, and going to be a big part of this team moving forward. Obviously, it's going to be a question mark, but having Carl Lawson on the field should be a, a help in 2022. Andy, the rookie spoke. We heard from all of them, including Michael Clemens. We'll save him for last. Can you go one by one through the highlights of what each guy said? And then obviously Clemens was the star of the weekend. Yeah, with with Sauce, we'll start with him. Uh, I, you know, he was very careful to not set any sort of expectations when you know. Uh, the question comes frequently: Do you think you can make an impact this year? And he's just like, my goal is to be. The, t- the best teammate I can be, the best, uh, you know, the best player I can be and everything else will take care of itself. Uh, but I mean, that doesn't mean he, he showed any sort of lack of confidence. I think if anything, we saw him kind of show more of his personality come into his own. Um, I, I think he's, he's comfortable with the expectations. I don't think he seems overwhelmed by them. Uh, and I think, you know, he's ready I think the best part if you're a Jets fan is how eager he is to prove that, you know, this is not the kind of defense that he played in, in college. He's going to be asked to do a lot more in zone and he's excited for that challenge. And it's not like something that worries him in the least. And I think that that should be exciting. And, and, you know, I think he obviously has the skill set to, to make that transition pretty easily. In some ways it's going to be easier for him. So I think it's going to be a fun, fun to watch him. Garrett Wilson was asked the same thing about, about making an impact. And he said, he thinks he can make an impact like some of these other receivers have in, in recent years. Um, and he's very confident in his skill set. He's very confident about the way he fits into this offense. The most interesting thing I think that came out of his press conferences, he was a basketball uh, star in high school. He was actually recruited for basketball before he was recruited for football. And 
he ended up, obviously, the prospects look much better in basketball and in football than in basketball. So he ended up going that road. But he thinks that part of the reason his body control is, is as good as it is, is because of all that time playing basketball and kind of the dynamic movements that you have to make as a guard to do that. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And, you know, he's he's definitely got some confidence, definitely a little bit more you know, maybe more internal confidence than, than some of these other guys. But I mean, he's, I, I, I mean, I'd be excited to watch him because I just think the way they can use him in this offense and, you know, his diverse skill set and just his speed, man, that's going to, the Jets haven't had before Elijah Moore, they haven't had really that kind of a weapon where you could just get the ball in his hands and see what happens. So now they're going to have two of them in the same offense. And I think, you know, with the tight ends and everything, that's going to op- open up a lot of stuff. Jermaine Johnson, uh, he also spoke, and, and the most interesting thing he talked about was not the thing you would think. He talked about, instead of getting to the quarterback, he talked about what you have to do to get there, and that's do a good job of setting the edge on the run, and that's something he's known for being quite good at. And, and you know, he said that it's not all about you have to be able to create the situations on first and second down to be able to rush the passer on third. And that it's a privilege to rush the passer. And I think that's an, it's an interesting way to put it. Cause I've never heard anybody put it that way, but it, it makes sense. So he takes a lot of pride in, in everything that he does. He said, but he says, especially setting the edge early in, in the series, because that's how you get to that situation where you can, Rust the passers. So this isn't a guy who's, you know, focused on what his numbers are going to be or whatever. And that's another thing that stood out about him is he's every time he talked about his teammates, like he talked about this responsibility that he has to them um, and that that's the only thing that matters. So, I mean, he's really committed to what the Jets are trying to build. And I think you saw how excited he was that they did come up and get him and that he wanted that guy truly wanted to be here. So, uh, yeah, I think that was really interesting. And I think Jets fans are going to like that about him. Uh, Brees Hall talked about what it's going to be like for him to be in the, the rare situation that he's not going to have to take every carry. He said, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it because I haven't been in that situation before. He thinks it'll help him be more fresh uh, and potentially make a bigger impact. He said, you know, obviously it's potentially awkward situation there with Michael Carter because he could take some of his reps and probably will, but he said that they've already talked a lot uh, and and they're getting along and he's really looking forward to, to working with him. And obviously they bring kind of different things and, and that's an exciting Thing for the running back room and and should help each one of them succeed because you know the defense is going to have to prepare for two different things and the more defense has to prepare for it's obviously good for the offense so uh and, and also he talked about blocking and how he's always viewed that as something that's just as important as running the ball because of the way it sets up everything else and and how he takes pride in that and how he knows it's going to be an adjustment to do it successfully at this level and that he has more to learn. But I mean, I know the jets love that about him 
in addition to his explosive potential. So that's something that he has on his mind and, and something that he's going to do that's going to be important for the Jets. Um, with Jeremy Ruckert, I mean, obviously he talked about how excited he is to be playing for the Jets given that he grew up rooting for the team not, not far from here. Um, it was interesting for him to say, like, some of the guys that were his favorite players growing up. Um, I know he mentioned uh, Nick Mangold, who who tweeted at another reporter that, you know, oh, that's humbling because you know, it wasn't all that long ago Nick Mangold was in the Jets locker room, and now some guy who was a little kid rooting for him is, is in the Jets locker room. So it, it goes to show you how quickly time goes by. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Ruckert, another guy who's, like, truly excited – to be here. And, you know, one of the interesting things about him is when you go to a big school like Ohio state and, and you don't have a ton of numbers and you're trying to go to the NFL, a lot of guys would have panicked, maybe ent- entered the transfer portal late in their career, trying to prove that they could do it, but he never viewed it that way. He said that in order to prepare himself the best for the NFL, he always wanted to go to Ohio state because he knew he'd have to be a good pass catcher. Uh, and a good blocker and, and a good thinker. And he said he knew that teams would see, even though the numbers weren't there, that he could do those things. And, and I think some of the numbers were there because he caught a lot of touchdowns. So they obviously used him in the red zone, but maybe not in the middle of the field. But still, obviously, without the, the huge production, the Jets saw uh, the need to take a, him in the fourth round. And and it worked out for him uh, as well as it could have worked out. So he's going to be another interesting guy to watch. Uh, I also asked him about like having these other tight ends in the room, and he, he's very excited about the chance to work with, uh, especially Uzoma. He, he said that he texted him. They've already reached out and talked, and like he's looking forward to it. So, I mean, there's a lot of excitement, not just from the fans, but from guys within the locker room about what, the Jets are putting together. Andy, what about Max Mitchell and Michael Clemens, the Jets' two fourth rounders? Yeah, well, we'll start with Mitchell. And I think the most interesting thing was that this guy, as he was a senior in high school, was not being recruited and then had a monster senior year, got some Division I offers, including from Louisiana, went there, kind of started slow and then became a starter there who showed he could start all over the line and, and proved himself. And, and he says that he thinks that's going to help him be able to develop at this level. And he's another guy who's really grateful just to be in the league. He's almost, you know, it's hard. He said it was hard for him to believe like where, how far he's come over the last five years. And, and I mean, that is pretty remarkable when you consider that he wasn't being recruited to start his senior year. And, and now he, he got picked in the fourth round. Um, the Jets have talked about it, that they love his versatility. And he says, you know, he's never played center. So he's, he didn't, he didn't seem comfortable with the idea of that, but basically anything else, he said he used to be more comfortable. I'm assuming at tackle, he didn't say which position, but he said after playing all over the line, like he feels like, you know, he's going to take him some time to develop and, and to learn the ropes, but he feels confident that, that he can play wherever the Jets need him to play. And, that if that is the case, it, it will be a huge benefit for them in the years to come, but we'll just have to wait and see. 
And then there's Michael Clemens, and I'm telling I'm telling you guys, Jets fans, you're going to like him. Uh, first of all, he's intense. I mean, extremely intense, and it showed in the interview room. Um, he, when he was asked about what he enjoys or, or his, what he does, his techniques and stuff, he says, you know, I'm not going to give it all away, but I like power moves because I like, if you, if you punch somebody in the face over and over again, uh, you know, they're going to be thinking about it. And that's kind of where he ended his answer. Um, and, and it was the whole press conference was like that. I mean, he, he, one of the first things he said was, you know, I, I think you have to have like some nasty and, and some, an edge to play this position, but you know, you have to turn it off when you get off the field kind of hinting to the room full of reporters that maybe he's not always <laughs> going to turn it off when he gets off the field. Um, but also he showed this great sense of humor, uh, you know, was able to laugh at himself, was able to get everybody in the room to laugh. I mean, he, he had, this guy is a likable personality and he clearly cares about football. I mean, the, he, and he also said some insightful things like when he was, in junior college, he said, first of all, that he dreamed of going to the NFL when he was eight years old. And even though like he was a running back in high school, imagine trying to tackle this guy. He thinks he's six five, two seventy-five, and solid muscle. Um he said he he didn't get recruited for college, so he went to a junior college and told them he wanted to play defensive end because he thought it was his best chance to make something of himself. And he obviously made an impression there and ended up getting uh, an offer to go to Texas A&M where, you know, he was one of the better pass rushers in football last year. But he said that when, you know, he was in junior college, he didn't worry about not achieving his goal because he was just like, this is part of the path. And I I know I'm going to get there. I'm just going to keep pushing ahead and not worrying about it. And obviously that, that worked out well for him. Um, I, I mean, the, the guy is intense. That, that's the biggest thing that came across. I mean, it's intense almost to a scary level. Like, I think he's going to be an intimidating factor that the Jets defense hasn't had in a while. Now, obviously, you don't know how, how that's going to translate to this level because there's a lot of other physically imposing guys out there but i mean it just seems like this guy is here and he's not going to be denied and you know i asked him about the jets edge rusher history and not being a very good history of recent years and does that make him more motivated to kind of prove or, or to become that guy that the jets haven't had and he said regardless of if the jets had been good or really bad. And he said he knew a little bit about the history. He didn't care because he plans on making an impact either way. And, and he plans on making it by, by being very physical and, and very nasty out there on the field. So uh, I, I just think if you're a jets fan, you got to love this guy's story. And then you've got to love the intensity. I mean, even Robert Sala said that the draft call was, was interesting uh, and awesome, but, it was intense. It was the same thing that you saw in the interview room. I mean, he's trying to carefully think of, of what he wants to say, but he's also a very physically imposing man. So, so when he pauses 
and stares for, for a few seconds, it, it comes across intimidating, maybe even if he doesn't mean for it to. So, I mean, this guy puts out a vibe as someone who is ready to go out there and, and make a difference. I, I mean, I'd be, I'm really excited to watch this guy. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, I think you can see why the Jets, I mean, I know he has some issues. I know he's 24 and I know he had some, some legal issues, but the arrests were for relatively minor things. And I, I can see why the Jets took a chance on this guy because I, I think, you know, his teammates in college liked him. He was voted the captain at Texas A&M. And I think he, to me, is going to be the most fascinating guy to watch. Uh, move. I mean, all of them, all these rookies are going to be fascinating, but I just think what he could potentially bring to this defense and, and the kind of edge and identity the Jets need to create, I think this guy has potentially what they need to help create that. So I think it's going to be fascinating to watch him moving forward. And, and if you weren't excited about this entire rookie class before, you should be right now because I think all of these guys have a potential to make an impact. It rarely works out that way, but I, I think it, it looks like all of these guys do have that potential, and, and that's all you can ask for a week after the draft. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NorthJersey.com. Thanks so much for coming on and recapping what happened at Rookie Minicamp this weekend. Really appreciate it. $1 gets you six months of unlimited coverage, all the paywall stuff too, over at NorthJersey.com. Great deal. So for people that want to take advantage of that deal and read all of your work, Andy, what are they going to get when they spend their hard-earned dollar? Yeah, we'll have stuff recapping what you saw uh, what we saw, what we learned at, at Rookie Minicamp. Uh, we'll have a story up on Monday morning about that. Later in the week, we'll rank the moves that were most important to the Jets during this offseason. Um, and then, obviously, moving forward after that, you got OTAs coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and then Minicamp after that, we'll have full coverage of all of that moving forward as well. So definitely uh, check it out and, and subscribe because it's important for us to keep providing the journalism that we provide. Make sure that you take advantage of that deal right now. $1 gets you six months of unlimited coverage over at NorthJersey.com, including everything Andy's working on. So check that out. Follow Andy on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns of the Jets rookies that they drafted, some of the guys that we talked about today on the podcast. So watch the videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.